It's time for Real Estate Roundup. This is the time every single week we get together with noted real estate agent Terry Story. Terry is a 30-year veteran with Keller Williams located in Boca Raton, Florida. Welcome back to the show, Terry. Thank you, Steve. Look forward to being here with you. (laughs) (laughs) Terry, so inventory, we're always talking about inventory, and inventory is getting tighter and tighter and tighter. It's like choking us. (laughs) We talk about the canary in the coal mine. What is the canary in the coal mine in the real estate So in right the real now? estate world, what we're talking about is historically low mortgage interest rates, increased buyer demand. So what that's doing is just choking the market where we have less inventory, lower levels of inventory, especially in the lower price range. In the mid price range. What are those numbers? What is lower? Well, they will tell you, and this is national numbers. So under 200 would be low. And then two to seven, they consider mid on a national level. Yeah. So we're seeing downward pressure also on that mid. And it's truly because interest rates are extremely attractive and demand is still still there. Yeah. So it's a basic supply and demand situation. Absolutely. Less supply, greater demand means higher prices. But have we started to really see prices bump here? Well, you know, what we saw was actually in the beginning of the year, we thought we were like slipping into... A shift, I'll a call shift it a shift. From growth, from growth to, to contraction. contraction or mm-hmm. growth to stability. Yeah. We did actually see it because uh, hindsight shows that we saw that. But then the interest rates dropped and it happened because the interest rates started to That's climb. right. They did. Right? Actually, pretty significantly in the fourth quarter of 2018, they climbed pretty dramatically. Correct. We saw that effect. Rates got to 5%. Correct. For mortgage. Now they're under 4% under four. again. Right. And right. they're slow to react. You know, the rates are based on the yield of the 10-year treasury. Okay. M- mostly. Right. And that yield can bounce around quite a bit. It was up to 2%. It was up 2.5%. It's now down to 1.5%. But yeah. mortgage rates are like, they're stuck in the mud. They take a much longer time to adjust downward. And so watch for the rates on the 10-year. Maybe the two-year treasury is fine as well, but do not look at overnight rates. Do not look at what the Fed funds rate or anything like that, because that's a very volatile rate. A lot of guessing there and a lot of just supply and demand on a short-term basis for money overnight. Long story short, if if you're looking at mortgage rates, go online, ask what the yield on the 10-year is. And chart that and you'll see where things are. And, you know, interesting, Steve, some people say to me, oh, I sh- I'm going to wait to buy because prices have gotten too high. You know, if you look at the purchase prices, they are up there. Yeah. I mean, we peaked. And so many buyers will say, well, I think I'm going to wait. And I'm like, well, what are you waiting for? Because well, interest rates are so low. Yeah, it's not price. It's affordability. Yes. We've talked about that a lot. Yep. If you had 10% interest rates and you could only afford a $250,000 house. Right. At 5%, you could probably afford a $500,000 house. house. Exactly. Stock prices are high. Interest rates act as a form of gravity. When interest rates are low, it's low gravity. Asset prices rise. Right. So it's cheaper to buy a more expensive house at a lower interest rate than it is to buy a house at a lower purchase price at a higher interest rate. So there's an inverse relationship. So pay attention to the interest rates. That's what you should be following. Well, just the cost. It's the cost to purchase. And within your budget, make sure it stays within your budget. Absolutely. In 2013, I bought a home Mm -hmm. in Delray Beach. Yep. And I had never paid that much for a home. And it wasn't expensive. I'm not saying it was like a, you know, big mansion or anything. Far from it. But I had never paid that much. But when I did the math, I got like my mortgage was like three and three quarters. 
It's like, oh, this is affordable. Oh, I could so do I, it. I could do it. And I paid for it. And I'm so happy that I did that. Yeah. I didn't wait. What would I be waiting for anyway? Right. All right. So are you seeing bidding wars still? I mean, the average home is, according to the statistics here, in August, the average home sold with an average of three offers. What about in the local market? Well, in the local market, we do still see bidding wars. I actually just had one. It was a low-priced condo. I had four offers on it. Interestingly enough, nobody went over asking. So my price was attractive, attractive enough to make four offers. The winning bid was 2,500 below asking. So yes, there was still bidding wars. And truly, if it's priced more aggressively, you can actually... Yeah. Up over well, asking. we used to say that uh, about six months ago or nine months ago, you were saying that yeah. as a tactic. I think that kind of softened up a little bit. But if the price is right now, of those four or the person that won, was cash a consideration? Believe it or not, of the four, one was cash and that was the lowest offer. Oh. So we didn't even consider that's it. Really, that's interesting. Yep. All right. We talked a little bit about interest rates and why they move. So I don't think we have to really talk about that. But I think interest rates are, we know for sure they're below 4%, three and three quarters, three and a half. If you have a 15-year loan, you're in the low threes, right. which is pretty cool. But of course, don't forget your monthly payment is higher because you're amortizing over half the period. Right. And if you can do a 15-year mortgage, do it. Yeah. Well, if well you can I think afford, so. Yeah, if, you can, if you can afford to do it. If or, you can afford to do it. I don't know. Or put an extra payment down right. once a year, and that covers almost the same Almost thing. the same. I That's think it's right. 18 years yeah. instead of 15 The problem years. is that people who say they're going to do that never do that. <laughs> yep. So the idea about wealth creation with homes is that it's forced savings because you're going to pay your mortgage. You got to live somewhere. You got to pay the monthly VIG, right? Right. And in that VIG, you're paying down principal, and that's creating some wealth for you. And that's why people's homes are very important. That's right. Yeah. Most expensive asset most people have. All right. We only have about a minute and a half left, but I saw an article about what buyers should not be asking sellers to do. And I just want to start this off with my favorite. Sure. If the repair item is under a hundred bucks, you know what? Don't Don't ask. ask. Go ahead. You take it from there. (laughs) Yeah, folks, listen, your inspector's out there to find things wrong with the house. You've paid him to find things wrong with the house. Every house has a load of little things wrong. Yes. Switch plates. You name it, you've got it. Yeah. Don't don't even go there. You know, a baseboard that's got a stain on it. Right. A little (laughs) crack in it. A lot even of little, cosmetic. Uh, yeah, cosmetic. Even spider cracks, let's say. Spider cracks. In the driveway know, or something. A hole in the screen. That's uh-huh. another real popular one. It's like a bird hit it and his beak went through it. <laughs> also, however, if the crack is greater than a quarter of an inch, then you may have a structural thing going Could. on. Yeah. So you probably explore there. that a little All bit right. more. Well, we have to stop here. My guest, as always, is Terry Story, a 30-year veteran with... Keller Williams, located in Boca Raton, Florida, and she can be found at terrystory.com. Thanks, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve.